Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast. Here's co-host James with Jake. Special guest, Nick Gilfillan, aka Gil. He's special, right? Episode 189. I think it's 190. Episode 189. No, I checked it. I double-checked it on Spotify. It's 189, not 190. Excuse me. Happy Monday. How you fellas doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's Monday. Start of a new week. You know, always never know what's going to happen in a week. So that's always good to have. Something special could happen that you didn't think would happen, but you never know. It could happen. So that's how yeah, it really, is. Yeah, really special. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Gil? How's you doing? Uh, new week, new me, you know. Let's let let's see how the, uh, the wheel turns this week. Uh, absolutely. Well, Jake, why don't you set up with your uh, best dad joke? Yes, bad joke. Something I'm not used to doing because I won't. No, my dad. I said good. dad. Oh, dad jokes. Dad. Oh. Okay, I have one for you. So, a grasshopper walks into the bar. Bartender says, "Hey, we got a drink named after you." The grasshopper goes, "You have a drink named Steve." All right, go for your turn. Uh, where do boats go when they're sick? Where? To the boat dock. What? Okay. That's it. That one was really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> what's um what's blue and not heavy? Snow. What is it, James? Light blue. <laughs> Let's uh-huh. get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is... San Jose Earthquakes. Yep, you did not expect that, did you? But the season started. It's four games in. The Earthquakes are 2-2-0 in the season. They got demolished by the expansion side, I think, St. Louis FC, 4 nothing, yes. which is not good. But St. Louis is the first expansion team to ever go 4-0 to start a season in their first season. So they're pretty good. Earthquakes are 2-2-0. and uh, they play this week against I don't know who, but they're two two and zero, and that's your San Jose Earthquakes time or minute. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, St. Louis um, FC's pink jerseys they debuted? You know, as someone who watched every second of that game, um, they really popped. So I like them. I will say I actually, I actually watched a couple of minutes of that game. Uh, one of my student workers, the big soccer guy, so he was watching the Earthquakes game, and I will say those are some nice jerseys the St. Louis. Uh, FC has. Yep, I, I would indeed yep. say. I agree. I watched every single second of that game. Absolutely. Well, let's move on to the second best team in the Bay Area, and that is. Well, San Jose Sharks. It's been a tough season, but it's also been a good season. Because they have the second worst record in the NHL, and you're probably like you're probably thinking, how could this be a good season? Well, we've been talking about this guy for about almost a year now, Connor Bedard, who is the number one draft prospect, and whoever gets the first pick will be picking him first overall. And the Sharks have the second worst record at 19, 37, and 14, good for 52 points. They're three points ahead of the last place Columbus Blue Jackets, who have 49 points. And um, they have so many overtime losses that if you imagine that they lost, imagine it like with all, without all those being overtime losses. Let's say like for example, seven of them they lose in regulation. They would be 19, 44, and seven. Will be up four points in the race for best odds in the lottery. But instead, they win. They lose in overtime, so they get those points. So that's not good. We want them to lose. A win's a loss, so that's good for the Sharks if that keeps happening. They lost six straight. They played a night. Hopefully, it'll be seven. Uh, the two worst records are assured at least a top four pick. Uh, the Sharks are finished. Are projected to finish with the second pick, um, and select Adam Fantilli from Michigan uh, College, NCAA, as a freshman. Sixty-one points in thirty-three games. That's really good. He's not as well known as Connor Bernard and won't go first overall th- this year. But in basically every other draft, he would be the first overall pick. Uh, so he's going to be pretty good if they get him. Uh, but as I said, if the Sharks finish with the second worst record, they're at least assured a top four pick. If they finish with the worst record, it becomes a top three pick. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Neil, what is your analysis of the Sharks season so far? Uh, absolutely dog shit, but uh, we went into this season expecting that. Yep. You know, this Connor McDavid guy, everyone wants him. If we don't get him, it's a waste of a season, and we're going to be looked upon as uh, as idiots. So let's uh, let's pray we get that number one pick, and uh, pray the Sharks keep losing. Am I right? Yep. 
I'm, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Sharks, a win's a loss. Um, loss is a win. I haven't watched a single lick of Sharks hockey down here in San Diego. I have not seen any of it. Wait, you're not um, watching the yeah. San Diego goals? What the hell's the matter with you? Uh, see, the thing is, Tyler and I have been wanting to go to a goals game Come on, since the, the opening NHL. season in January. We just haven't been able to go yet. Yeah, but we do indeed want to go. Yeah, you know. 100%. Um, San Diego goals. But, pretty good team, I think. I, um, I will say, I've heard they're pretty good. I don't know how they're doing this season. But I will say, another team that plays in that same arena, in Pechanga Arena. Um, the San Diego Seals, the indoor lacrosse team, mm. is also owned by Joe Sai, who owns the Nets, if you didn't know that. Wow. Did they trade their two best players in that team too? or? Uh... I don't think so. Oh, okay. But yeah, once we wanted the best, or the second, or the third, excuse me, Jesus, lost count there, the third best team, in the Bay Area, and as the San Francisco 49ers, it is the off season. Um, about a week ago, about a week ago, uh, free agency started. Um, God, that was really cringe. Um, and I think, and I can, I think Jake will also agree that the 49ers signed the best free agent available in Javon Hargrave, who will be playing defensive tackle for us to a four-year, eighty-four million dollar deal. I mean, analysis-wise, I mean, we have Javon Kinlaw there. Hasn't panned out so far. We get an interior defensive lineman in Javon who will definitely help us on the inside and help take away double teams from Nick Bosa and possibly Drake Jackson on the other side. Jake, what is your analysis of this signing? Javon Hargrove, or Hargrave, sorry. Um, Really good. The The Sharks. The Niners have two Javons on their team. One, not so good because of injuries, stuff like that. This one, really good. So he should help out a lot. Take the pressure off Bosa um, with Eric Armstead, uh, Ty McGill, which we'll get into later, and Kevin Givens, which we'll talk about later. Um, help in the middle there. Then you have Drake Jackson on the outside. Cleanan Farrell is going to be playing inside and outside. How about that? And they might be able to sign maybe a Yannick Nagakwe if he, like a veteran type guy, maybe like a Robert Quinn, stuff like that. Uh, the really help out the defensive line. But Javon Hargrave was a great start. It's something I did not expect to happen. No, 100%. Yeah, definitely not expecting that to happen at all. Um, I know some people are up in arms, and the 49ers, why not just re-signing DeForest Buckner? But at that time, cap space was a big deal. We couldn't give him that big contract. But we go ahead and, like we said before, sign the best free agent possible to help this defensive line, which is already great. Um, but we do indeed lose some pieces in the offseason, which we'll talk about uh, later. But yeah, signing him, great addition to the off, uh, defensive line. And like you mentioned already, Cleveland Farrell is well defensive end. Another Chris Kusarek project, the guy that will revitalize his career, uh, being a former fourth overall pick to the Las Vegas Raiders, signing to a one-year deal with the 49ers. I'm pretty excited uh, about his signing, actually. I mean, we've already seen it in multiple people. Um I mean, recent memory, Kerry Hyder Jr., I mean, not a, for, not a former a first-round pick, but having a great year, that COVID year, um, and then signing a pretty big deal with the Seahawks, and then coming back to the Niners and playing some good football. Um, you love to see it. But, yeah, let's talk about some other uh, signings that the 49ers did. They signed Sam Donald, quarterback. Great signing. was recently with that Carolina Panthers to a one-year deal. Two million in guaranteed money there. Um, obviously, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy dealing with offseason injuries right now. Uh, Lay and then obviously Brock Purdy with his elbow. Do you see Sam Donald being a backup or being a third stringer? Um, well, the hope is that he's going to be the third string, which what a third stringer to have. But with the injuries and how the Niners quarterbacks go down basically every single season for at least a game or two, I would not be shocked if we see Sam Darnold start a couple games. My over-under for starts is three. I'm going to go under, but I think he's going to be at two starts. He's going he's to make some starts this season just because that's what happens with the Niners. Only team in the NFL that ever happens with. But, you know, that's what happens if you're a Niners fan. Um, but, yeah, I like the move a lot. I know that the day of, I remember you put a tweet or on our Instagram post when Landry, shout out Landry, who shot, um, shout out, who commented on her post saying something about it, and you're like, 
yeah, I wish we would rather sign Mike White, which gets, or rather, I'd rather have signed Mike White, which gets to the money thing, which Mike White signed for a two-year contract worth sixteen million, so eight million per year. Before I knew all the contract details, um, so it's like a three and a half to six million dollar difference in between Mike White and Sam Darnold, and I think the Niners think that Sam Darnold has more of an upside in their system compared to Mike White. So I think that's why they signed him. And he's had a pretty good season last year. I'm all, I've always been a believer of Sam Darnold. Always will be. Um, and I think he's going to be like this year's version of Mitch Trubisky, who signed with the Bills that one off season, was there for a couple seasons, I believe, left to become the starter for the Steelers. Got a nice little contract there. So I think that's the overall goal for Sam Darnold. And I think that's what the Niners would 100% love to see. Absolutely. I mean, good to see. I mean, if he plays really well in the preseason, there's a chance that the Niners either let him go and he goes somewhere else and becomes a possible starter elsewhere. That, or when the season goes along, someone needs a quarterback. Sam Donald is out of the spools of the 49ers to trade away and get something out of it. Right? True. Absolutely. Uh, honor signings. Um, Isaiah Oliver from the Atlanta Falcons on a two-year deal. Uh, could be our starting nickel corner, um, a spot that we'll all that we have seen guys leave in the past two years in Jimmy Ward and um, Kwan Williams start going to the Broncos and then Jimmy Ward going to the Texans, uh, which we'll talk about later. And then Miles Hartfeld after he safety to a winner. Dylan also today the 49ers sign uh, an interior offensive lineman who can play also the center position and uh, both guard positions. Could be like a a rover spot where he, you know, knows all three, which is great just in case um, any injuries would happen to the starting offensive line. Also to a one-year deal. What are, you, is, what are your thoughts overall on the 49ers offseason so far? Jake. There we go. I think it's it's been good so far. You know, they've lost some players, which is a good given, but they have young guys who can sum- supplement that. And they also have the draft, where they have 11 picks, where I think they're not going to, I think in the draft, they're not going to use all three third round picks. I think they're going to package some picks to move up maybe into the middle half of the second round to lower half to go target either a pass rusher or offensive lineman. Um, but offseason, yeah, they lost a lot of players that we'll get into a little bit, but they made some very nice signings. Isaiah Oliver who is an actual nickelback, will be an upgrade over Jimmy Ward. Um, you know, Jimmy Ward was great last season. This guy has been playing a position basically nonstop for a couple seasons. So I think he's going to be great there. Um, so that's a good move there. Miles Hartfield, Hartsfield is good death. Um, Clinton Farrell, it does hurt that they lost Samson, Ebukam, and Charles Amenahu, but... They're able to make pass rushers, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good signing so far, offseason so far, and they re-signed basically uh, Jake Brendel, which was a good deal too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, going into re-signings, yeah, Jake Brendel, uh, center, uh, to a four-year, twenty million dollar deal. You love to see it. And then today's news of re-signing Ross Dwelly to a sixth year with the 49ers on a one-year deal. Uh, you love to see a good pass catching tight end there. Uh, and then one of the Four nine our favorites and Tabor Pepper long snapper to a three year deal. Um, imagine being a long snapper in the NFL. God, what a time! And other names all to a one year deal. Demetrius Franklin Foles, who they quote unquote didn't tender right, but then resigned for a one year deal. Kevin Givens as well, and Ty McGill, um, interior defensive lineman. Uh, again, all nice depth there. People who are familiar with the system with Chris Eric, um, all back, um, which is really nice to see. But yeah, why don't you talk about some of our uh, free agent losses and big names that we lost, uh, Jake? Yeah, so Jimmy G to the Raiders, Jimmy Ward to the Texans, Aziz Al Shahir to the Titans, 69 to the Broncos, Aaron Donald's father, uh, Daniel Brunskill to the Titans. Asan Ridgeway to the Texans, Emmanuel Mosley to the Texans, Lions, and Robbie Gold. Yeah, Robbie Gold. Um, do you think he comes back? I don't know. I mean, he said he kicked his last field goal with the 49ers 
Um, are you looking as a 49er fan or, I mean, just, just being your GM head, do you re-sign an aging kicker who at times has not been able to kick it um, into the end zone? Or do you sign a young kicker in free agency? Um, I think what you do is you sign someone free agent-wise and draft one and just let them compete if you don't re-sign Robbie Gold. You know who's on my radar? Rodrigo Blankenship. Hmm. Would the Bears take Robbie Gold right now? What about what are your thoughts, Gil? No. Cairo Santos proved himself to be one of the best kickers in the league last year. Robbie Gold's one of the best kickers in the league, especially in especially in the playoffs. Yeah, but Cairo Santos just doesn't miss. He's not better than Robbie Gold. I mean, yeah, but he's not as old as Robbie Gold. He can, kick, he can kick farther field goals than him. No, he can't. Okay. We, we could debate that, but, I mean, you're looking at it. He already spent his time in Chicago. He already went to a Super Bowl with Chicago. I, if he wanted to go back to Chicago, it would have been three, four years ago, and never happened. I don't see them getting rid of Cairo just to bring back Robbie. True, true, true. Yeah, I mean, especially when Robbie's looking for top five kicker money. Um, yeah. AA wise, which is like, I think right now he's at four point eight, and the next jump up would be like five million. It's a lot of money, but I mean, the Bears do indeed have cap space. But I mean, like you said, Cairo Santos. I mean, a good option. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, you say mid? Yeah, he's mid. Robbie Gold's better. I, mean, he's I, than you. I he's think better. he only missed one field goal last yeah, year, and mid. it was like a forty-eight yarder. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robbie does he he misses. In a regular season, which is, which is correct, he does. But playoff-wise, he doesn't miss. Yeah. And you'll love to see it. But, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I have nothing else to talk about the 49ers. I mean, it's a long offseason. Uh, draft is coming soon in a couple weeks. Uh, will we have a mock draft? Probably not because the 49ers are in the draft for the first two rounds as of right now. But that's uh, we'll see. Shut up, dude. Let's talk about the Bears. Oh, a hypothetical in where they trade up somewhere into the top 32. No shot. There's No, there's no way they do it. I mean, we do have nine picks, but I don't think a lot of people are looking to trade back in the third round, especially if they already have a second round pick. Hey, you never know. I mean, two-thirds and a five, two-thirds and a four? Maybe. Just depends on who's there and what the 49ers need, right? We'll talk about that more uh, come draft way. But yeah, Bears. Um Big move in the offseason? Huge so, move. Why, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Um, I saw this coming. The number one pick getting traded away. TJ uh, Moore, bunch of draft picks. You did not. I honestly uh, like the move. Yep, yep, yep. I, I didn't see us getting DJ Moore out of all that, but hey, the Panthers got swindled. Um, other than that, we let's see Tremaine Edward or Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, new linebacker duo. Can't wait to see that happen. Uh, same money it would have cost to have Roquan Smith by himself. So if that pans out, that is going to be God Ryan Poles being clutch. Nate Davis from the Titans, Demarcus Walker from the Titans, all resident like middle of the road cheapish, ten seven million dollars each. So we're not we're still well below the cap space. Are you surprised um, they didn't sign a big name receiver? Um, no. I mean once they traded for DJ Moore, I unless they draft a receiver, I I could see them drafting that Ohio State receiver as the ninth pick. But yeah. Jigba? Yeah, plus there wasn't I, I, that, I, don't, I don't see him signing one. There wasn't that great of a receiver like to be to be signed this offseason, really. Yeah. It was just trade. I was gonna mention that. That wasn't yeah, that wasn't a big Name. Yeah, I, I mean, there's big names. Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah, Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, OBJ still out there. DeAndre Hopkins looking to get traded, but the Bears weren't mentioned. I can't remember. Um, I think the Patriots are in that. Um, so the Cardinals are just looking to unload. Odds. Uh, I mean, to get rid of him. Uh, Never. Especially with a new coach. We'll see. What you say? Never unload. Pause. Pause. Um, Delete that. Take it out. No, absolutely not. No, you leave it in there. Pause. What? Leave it in. Pause. Where are we going? Where are we going? Leave it in. Don't take it out. Pause. Um, but yeah, uh, Bears dropping back to nine. Do you 
think they have a possibility of even going further back in the draft, get more picks. Um, echoing now? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think they're going to be satisfied with their pick at nine. If they get a DN that falls to them, that's really good. Then I think happy. I think there's a specific guy that will probably drop. There's there's a possibility of a certain D end. D tackle. D tackle that will drop. He might drop to the second round. And I don't see that happening. Um, no, there's no way. If that happens, I would be ecstatic because then it would almost be like the Trubisky Niners trade where you guys swindled us. Yeah, um, going for from one to nine and then still getting baby baby Aaron Donald. A top five fucking player. In yeah. the draft. So That'd there's so many teams that just want quarterbacks in the first, what, six picks? I saw a, a mock draft of quarterbacks going, four straight quarterbacks going in the first round from Jesus. one to four. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis in that order with the Colts coming, turning up to the fourth spot, which is. Ridiculous. Um, I don't think that will happen. I think there's guys who are willing to wait, but not go all the way to that spot to take Will Levis. I don't know if that's really the move, but we'll talk about more draft wise in the coming weeks. The Bengals go ahead and send Orlando Brown Jr. from the Chiefs. Damn. But he was already on. You want to. So what had happened? So the Chiefs offered him a four-year contract last offseason. Is that correct? Denied it. Denied it with a lot more money, like um, $25 million a year. Now, Denies it. Now, is that real money or is that funny NFL contract money? No, it was funny NFL contract money. Okay. Funny you bring that up because I was reading the exact same tweet where the Chiefs offered him that contract where everything was backloaded, right? Yeah, here's your so, uh, 135 million. Uh, you only get 25 of it, but there. Yeah, uh, suck. Me. Yeah, pause. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of soft. Um, Chiefs wise, I mean Orlando Brown Jr. too. I mean also want to be playing the left tackle position, not the right tackle spot. Um, so him signing elsewhere, specifically to protect Joe Burrow. Um, pretty good. You love to see it, but yeah, pretty big signing from them, and I mean. Would you say the Lions have had a pretty good offseason so far? What are you guys' thoughts? Third best team in the NFC? Really? Stop. No. Well, I mean, the Vikings playoff were the third best team last year, and guess what happened to them? Playoff team? They're going to be a playoff Seven team. Seventh seed? Seventh seed? No, they're good. they might win a division. That division's ass. I, uh, I, I feel like did. the Vikings win the division. You, you don't believe in Jordan Love? No. He's better mad, than you, though. How, not at all. How mad will you be if after all these years, every single year, Aaron Rodgers comes into your city and just demolishes you every chance you get? Then one offseason, he finally gets for 12 traded. years. And you're like, thank God, the reign of terror is over. Then Jordan Love comes in, then wins two games against you this year, then continues to strike a dominance for another twelve years. How yeah, but we we already know how Jordan Love is. Like, it's what do you mean? Like, no, we don't. We don't know how he is. What do you mean? Yes, we, we do. Don't, no, we don't. We don't we know do. how he is. That that's ridiculous. You can't say that after what a game. I don't know. <laughs> it was a pretty rough game. He <laughs> teach you a touchdown. Pass them yeah, no, that's so funny. He's like, he threw a ten yard slant. The guy took sixty yards. And they're like, oh, we, we've saw, we've seen enough. Huh? <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's crazy how the, the Packers finally uh, pick a receiver in the second round, and again, it's going defense, right? And no help to, to Aaron Rodgers, but and then having Devontae Adams leave, and Aaron Rodgers just well, technically Aaron Rodgers is still on the Packers, has not yet to be traded. Uh, the Jets are indeed. Um, they signed Alan Lazard. Uh, they signed Jamal Williams, who, who Aaron Rodgers loves. But we are still waiting on the news for Aaron Rodgers to be officially traded. Yeah. 
Hey, I mean, he went over and he out. said that he's that he's he's going, he's going. He already said he intends to play for the Jets. It's just yeah, a matter of compensation. Taking for fucking um, over. Yeah, but the Jets. Why was it the trade? Why was it the trade Zach Wilson to the Packers? Good. Imagine. He's better than you. Not better than Justin Fields. What? What if the What if the Bears didn't trade the first? Overall pick, and they picked the quarterback. How would you feel? Then I would burn all my jerseys. I would uh, riot. <laughs> I would never. I would never watch another Bears fan or Bears game as a fan again. Oh my goodness! Because that would be absolutely awful. <laughs> and yeah, you can't. No, there's no way. In, it, no right mind would anyone ever do that. Uh, I mean, other news that we haven't put down here, uh, Jalen Ramsey getting traded uh, to the Dolphins, Xavier Howard and him, best cornerback duo in the NFL. Who? Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. Yeah. Kind of mid. Jesus Christ. True, mid. Any other big names that we've been forgetting? Jordan Willis left. No. Yeah. Yeah, he left. Yeah, he's going to the Texans. Uh, Dalton Schultz went to the Texans. Yep. No, Jordan Willis is going to the Raiders. Excuse me. Good sign. Good signing by them. I love Jordan Willis. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Had one of the greatest blocks in 49ers recent history. Our, our boy Damian Pierce has some competition now with Devin Singletary being in Houston. There's no competition whatsoever. That's Devin Singletary. I mean, that's that's Damian Pierce's backfield. Should be, but Devin Singletary is pretty good. When you're on the Bills, it's hard to prove yourself as a running back. You're not lying. James Cook's but, better, though. Eh. Stop. Debatable. Stop. Again, you don't Stop. know because it's so hard to prove yourself as a running back in Buffalo. Yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Like I said before, we don't know if Jordan Love's going to be good or not. But Devin Singletary could be awful. Like, we don't know. This is true. This is true, 100%. Um, anything NFL-wise, guys? NFL-wise? Um... God bless Aaron Rodgers is out of the fucking NFC North. Mm-hmm. So I don't have God, to play I hate, this I hate Aaron Rodgers. I, I hate him. He's actually for, a guy, for a guy who went to Berkeley, I fucking hate him. Worst guy. You know, Cal football having oh, some rush, uh, rough trouble, especially their basketball team, 3-29. and 29. Disgraceful, really. Good. Absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about some basketball. Oh, James, Whoa. the NFL news, it never, ever stops. Let me just find my NFL news. Oh, here it is. The Washington Commanders are going to host linebacker Anthony Walker. Hmm. Interesting there. Uh, in Denver, the Denver Broncos resign cornerback Isang Bassey to a one-year contract. Big move there in the AFC West. Then finally, James, ketchup was once sold as medicine. The condiment was prescribed and sold to people suffering with indigestion Back in 1834. How about that? Isang Bassey to the Denver Broncos. Don't be surprised if he has three interceptions next season. Big move there. Might shift the balance of power in the AFC, in, in the AFC West. Do you guys know the difference between ketchup and catsup? That's a cool story, bro. Por que no los dos? Do you know what the difference is? Tu hablas espanol, Griff? One's Do you guys know the difference? One's an animal. No idea. It's the same thing. Moving on. Let's talk about some basketball. Warriors and NCAA news. Warriors are currently 36 and 36. Seventh place in the West. They're currently a play-in team. Um, 7 and 29 on the road. 29 and 7 at home. Why are we so bad? You know, I don't know. It's nothing more than that. True. It's 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 so hard to watch the Warriors play in the first quarter. They're they are, they are so know. bad. They might as well start the game down 25. I love the silence. They are just—they are just awful. 
is yeah, I mean, they're currently in a. Are we going to address that Andre Iguodala getting injured is probably the best thing to happen to the team? Yeah, so the Kaminga can play more, a hundred percent. Yeah, thank God. Fucking Iguodala is seven thousand years old. Why? Why is he playing fifteen, twenty minutes a game? This he guy doesn't do anything. He can't hit a shot. He can't play the same de- same defense he used to. He can barely rebound. And then he hurts his hand dunking. Like, what's the point? Trash. No, yeah, it's it's it's, it's bad. I, I hate to see it. I love Andre, but I was talking with a friend. He, he might as well just call it call it. And if the Warriors not if, not the Florida, if the Warriors want to keep him as a coach or an assistant, uh, like Sean Livingston was, Leandro Barbosa were, that'd be great. But yeah, no, I'm he he, he can't play anymore. He, it's it's done. I mean, Camino deserves more minutes. Uh, we've seen what he can do. He deserves to be out there. Uh, playing 15, 20 minutes a game rather than Andrea Godala. Um, especially if it makes the team better, 100%. Obviously, we're missing guys like Andrew Riggins who can take all the time he needs, especially with what's going on. We still don't know. There's been rumors, which I hope aren't true. Yeah, we won't get into that. Is there rumors? But also with Gary Payne Jr. Um, close to a comeback, uh, will hopefully ignite this Warriors team into possibly being not a playing team. Yeah, the Warriors are currently in a dog fight with the Houston Rockets, 77-75, with three minutes to go in the third. Yeah. How, how, how could you not? How, how, how? The Rockets are not good. If they lose this game, they're never winning a road game again in franchise history. How, how, how are they in a dog fight with the Houston Rockets? Oh, I don't get it. Um, but... Let's talk about our favorite player that's not on the Warriors. Um, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Jake, why don't you go ahead and start? Rockets take the lead. Also, fuck, fuck that guy. $35,000 for shoving a fucking camera person? Should have been fifty. He should have should have They should have just... I suspended hate, him. I hate Dylan Brooks. You guys see that video of how he was, how, how how he how he wanted to play his game like Draymond Green? Yeah. You guys see that video? Kaminga yeah. for three. Yeah, I saw that video. God, the cum bucket. You know he owns the worst flop in college basketball history. I have not seen it. I will probably watch it after this. Um, I'll post it in the Discord. But no, yeah, awful guy. Um, Jake, you mentioned something. About Clay talking about his four rings. I did. I don't know if you said it like in a like you were mad that stuff Clay was doing that. No. But what are your thoughts on that celebration? I like it. I don't care. Fuck Dylan Brooks. A hundred percent. Yeah. And fuck Dylan Brooks. Really. Um, and I, and I agree with Clay. Um, when everything is all said and done, no one will be talking about Dylan Brooks. They'll be talking about the Warriors four championship. Thoughts? True. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, let's move on. Whose bracket is busted? Mine. Uh, every single person in the country. I Purdue fucked up off. the entire East. The entire East is destroyed. My uh, my Purdue, Charleston pick Purdue. is so close, man. Purdue. Purdue. I had Purdue, Purdue and Marquette winning their divisions. So. I, <laughs> But I did have UConn going to the Final Four, and right now it's looking pretty good. Shut up. I hate you. I had San Diego State playing them, to be fair. The Cumbuckets. Or St. Mary's, sorry. SSU making it to the Sweet 16. You love to see it. Charleston almost beat them. I told you about the 31-3 Charleston Chanticleers. They were no joke. They still lost. They'll play Alabama in the next game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Alabama has some shooters beat, on that team. They beat game. Charleston 63-57. They beat Furman 75-52. They play Alabama Friday at 3-10 on TBS. I got Alabama winning the whole tournament. The so. one seed versus the five seed. Yeah. Alabama got them shooters, but SCSU got them defense. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, you know, they're always in the right place at the right time. Um they never do anything bad. They're a good team. Their best player is like a is really good. 
Um, and who was that? Um, Brandon something. I don't know his name. You talking about Alabama? Yeah. Brandon Miller? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'm kind of scared for this game. Um, no, yeah, Bama's good. No, absolutely. I can see them winning it all, especially with other teams with uh, with Arizona being out, um, Virginia Virginia being out, Baylor not winning, Duke out, Kentucky out. I mean, they do have a big change. Houston's chance. a fake-ass team. Houston losing. 30th um, in strength of schedule. Yeah, what a joke of a first. What, what, what a joke of a first uh, top How 25. How dare they give them a fucking top one pick or top yeah, one crazy. ranking. Top seed, yeah, top ranking, yeah, absolutely awful. Um, St. Mary's losing in the round of 32. You hate to see it against UConn. Um, didn't have an answer for UConn's big man. Um, that guy's huge. I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, Mitchell Saxon just had no answer. St. Mary, the Gales didn't have an answer. Um, Alex Dukas, uh, third um, in scoring on the Gales, getting hurt after a fall. Um, you hate to see it, um, but the future is bright with Aiden Haney. Yep, Randy um, Bennett, future Cal coach. No, he's never leaving. Yeah, why would you want to go to Cal? We go three and twenty-nine over here. That's so sad. Bay Area basketball. You have Stanford and Cal Berkeley, and they're just not good. They're they're just better academically, but yeah, sports wise, they're just not good. Yeah, who cares about um, academics? Our SAT scores are high. Congrats. I never took the ACT, SAT, SAT, but I never took you guys, out, of, out of the Sweet Sixteen. Fuck the SAT. Do you guys think Alabama has a better chance of winning it all now? Yeah, they're the best team. Actually, no, Houston is. Yes and no. Houston's better. You know who my dark horse is to win it all? UConn? FSU. Xavier. Hmm. Yeah, yuck. Stop. (laughs) Disgusting. Stop. Come on. I might throw up. You are ridiculous. I might might vomit at at the sight of Xavier winning an NCAA championship. All right, let's just go ahead and just talk about the, the games that are happening. So we have... Bama San Diego State. We have Creighton Princeton. That's a juicy matchup. I'm taking Princeton in that game. The Tigers. FAU versus Tennessee. I'm taking that's FAU. Gonna fucking, that's going to be a battle. It's going to be an absolute battle. I'm taking the FAU. Fuck it. Um, Kansas State, Michigan State. I'm taking Kansas State there. Um, Houston and Miami. I'm taking, I'm taking Miami. Xavier, Texas, I'm taking Xavier, obviously. UConn can go fuck themselves. I'm taking the Hogs in Arkansas. Did you guys see their oh, coach geez. take his shirt off? After they beat Kansas? you love to see it. And, I mean, two of the worst teams last in the Sweet 16, Gonzaga and UCLA. I, could, I hope Gonzaga gets absolute demolished. Let's go, dogs! <laughs> I mean, I have UCLA winning. I think both teams are bad. But I got UConn winning that whole division. I got Houston winning the Midwest. Marquette fucked me, and then Alabama taking it all from the South. Jeez. What about you, Jake? Yeah, I got Houston winning it all. Best team in the country by far. Uh, I have them winning it. No. Yep. Watched every single second of Houston basketball this season. 30th (laughs) in strength of schedule. Wow, there's only 700 teams in NCAA. Not that bad. Well, 368 to be precise who have a shot to go dancing. Um, but yeah, games start Friday, Saturday. Excited. I unfortunately won't be going to but um, my boss and the person we hired are going. I wish I went to Orlando, but it is what it is. San Diego State is still dancing in the Sweet 16. You love to see it. Let's talk about some baseball. Let's start with the A's first. They're dog shit. Jake, go ahead. Yeah, um, A's suck. Giants, yep. I think are gonna be pretty good. Now they're gonna win ninety five games, probably not, but I think eighty eight, maybe low nineties if if everything breaks right. If good starting pitching, they just need their, you know, position players not to get injured. 
But if they do that and they have some prospects on the way, and that happens, things can have a pretty nice year. And hopefully they win some ball games. Who's starting opening day? Logan Webb for the second consecutive season. He's their ace. Yo, who's starting? Who's opening for the A's? Uh, no idea. I don't know who's on the fucking team anymore isn't other it, than Christian Pache. Isn't, so. it, isn't it Shintaro Fujinama? Did you see that the in spring training, the Padres had a 16-year-old catching and hitting for them? Yeah, Padres, you know, making kids do manual labor. Shocking from that organization. Jesus, dude, what is your problem? Yeah, he's uh, he was the number one international prospect in all of baseball and one of the best international prospects in recent memory. And he's a catcher, and he's like already like a big league type defensive catcher. But he's not going to be up for like five years, so you know, don't worry about that. He hit a double, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck the Padres. So moving on. Um, yeah. Yeah, World Baseball Classic. The USA beats Cuba four to two in the semifinal. Fourteen to two, sir. What I said. Yeah, said four. And we'll be playing the winner of Japan and Mexico. I think Mexico was up 3 0 at Not the second game. Uh, Japan tied it up. Mati, yeah. let me say his name. Matiyama Yoshida? Masataka Yoshida. That's his name. They have a guy named Matiyama. He was in Squid Game, wasn't he? That's racist. Um, Jesus Christ, that cannot be an episode. Well, I'm not cutting it out, so. <laughs> oh my God. Cancel Gilf, cancel Gilf. Um, that's a famous line from a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rationalize it. They were talking about sakes and uh, side eye, side eye. He said he said like the name of a sake. Obviously, sake is Japanese, and Squid Game is a Korean go. Side so. eye, side eye. Yeah, just shut side the hell eye. up. Moving on. <laughs> also, a player from Cuba. It's supposed to be a joke. A bullpen catcher from Cuba uh, defected, meaning that he well, stayed. So, well, hold on, hold on. so what had happened there? So it was, he was there, and then explain the story. Excuse me, sorry. So go they ahead. get explain eliminated, the right? They get eliminated. Well, I don't know exactly how he did it, but this is what basically what happened. Really, they get eliminated. They're supposed to leave this morning. He, like, ex- like gets out of the hotel, goes somewhere else. Doesn't get on the plane. They fly back. Once they land, they're like, where's your bullpen catcher? And they can't find him. Meanwhile, he's back here. Uh, going to be living in probably, most likely Miami. You probably know some people that are going to have, have him stay here. Some friends and family. Um, but yeah, so he defected at the hotel. Is he on the run? No, because in Chile... Uh, Chile. <laughs> Cuba. I was watching a commercial about Chile's and watching the Warriors game as well. Um, in Cuba, I think it's like once you leave Cuba and set foot on America, like they can't bring you back, like Cuba or something. It's like a wet foot, dry foot rule or something. I don't know. I might be speaking out of my ass here. Americans have to bring them back to the country. And America like, never does that because why would you want someone to go back to a communist nation? So that's what they're doing with that. So he's going to probably try to seek asylum. I know... Ha- I don't know how they do it, like as a natural citizen, but I know in MLB, let's say a player from Cuba defects. He what they usually do is that he goes to Mexico, seeks asylum in Mexico, they grant him that. Then once they grant him that, he writes like a letter to the MLB saying, "Hey, I want to be a free agent," and mostly everybody knows who he is. The players is most likely, so they grant him free agency. Meaning that he's part, he's like Mexican, like a Me- in Mexico. So he becomes a free agent in the uh, MLB and they can sign him. But I don't know how it works as a national citizen or like a non MLB player. This guy's just like a bullpen catcher, like an assistant coach. So I'm not sure how that's, I'm not yeah. sure how that's going to work. Interesting. Interesting story. Yeah. I was, I was reading that up on that this morning and I was like, I don't know, where did it go? Well, Mexico leads. 4-3 in the eighth inning now in the World Baseball Classic. Wow. Crazy, 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 crazy. And their best player, it. speaking of Cubans, their best player, Randy Arozarena, was from Cuba, left to become an MLB player, 
Then last year, he wrote a letter to the president of Mexico saying, hey, I want to become a, a citizen to be able to play for the World Baseball Classic. Yes, you yes, play yes. Cuba. You know how, like, Andre Blatch... I read who, this story. I read this story. Yeah, like yes, Andre Blatch, who he went to the Philippines, became a citizen there and played for the national team. That's what basically what Randy and Rosarino did. Yeah, like, his family is staying in Mexico, and, like, he just wanted to help them out, right? Like you said. Wrote a letter to the president and was like, hey, you grant me citizenship, I will play for Mexico. And they might right? go to the finals with him as their best player who's hitting home runs every single game and robbing home runs too. Yeah, he like he leads like um statistically he leads the team in like every category, which is which is kinda cool. He loved to see it. Um But yeah, I mean, anything else to add to the episode, fellas? Uh, my favorite women's uh, national team, uh, Miami, go you. Uh, they are playing Indiana right now, nine versus one seed and winning. Why are they your favorite? Because uh, they have uh, the Cavadier sisters. They, they the Cavadier sisters. The I, don't want I know how you roll, Gil. They have the twins on the team. Yep. I, I follow them on Snapchat it. and on Instagram. Jeez. Yep. They went from Fresno State to Miami. They're pretty good. I mean, the sisters the sisters combined are shooting three of eleven. Not the greatest stat line, seven points combined. Yeah, but hey, uh, they upset Stanford, right? No, that was a different team. You know who's you know who's really good? Who? Not Paige Beakers. What's what's the other girl's name? Is it Caitlin Clark? Yeah, she's really like forty two in her first game or something. Oh my god, she's insane, and she had and she hit that. Um, Buzzer beater for them to win? Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Bay Pockets to Coast James with Jake. Special guest. Nick oh, Gildone, aka Nick of the West, aka Nick on Now, aka Gil. AKA Lover of Apex. AKA Oh hey, I'm lagging. Don't forget the folks on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and on SoundCloud. And also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to 50 times again the system. Let's check and learn from the industry of the past five and a half years. Get the top of the podcast worldwide. We'll take the top of the podcast first regulation. You know, we should start the BA Podcast. Get the top of the podcast worldwide. We'll have five. That's episode. James? Nick? Yeah, phobia's in. I don't know what those are. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Por que no los dos? Okay, those. Mayamo Jake. 90 days of learning Spanish. So in maybe a couple months, I'll be fluent in Spanish. So I can speak some Spanish to people. Not a chance. Not a chance. I was going to say go fuck yourself in Spanish, but I don't know what the hell that is. But fuck Dylan Brooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no mommy's way. Bye! Bye.